Hey, hey, hey. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I'm so happy that you are here. Today, we are going to be talking about getting started. And honestly, this topic feels very appropriate for me because I just got started on this whole podcasting thing. So I am in this with you. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about a few tips that I have that you need to know as you start your climb, whatever mountain it is that you're on and that you're climbing. And hopefully you can have some really good nuggets to take away and start applying in your life as you get started or get going on your journey. Let's dive in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now, let's get climbing. Okay, so getting started. Getting started. How do I get started? Where do I start? These are questions I get all the time. And when people are talking about getting started, I think one of the common things that I hear is, I just wish I had the motivation to get started. I just wish I had the motivation. I just wish I had your motivation. I just wish I had your willpower. What I want you to know, first of all, is that motivation, it's awesome when it's there, right? Okay. It's cool. But the truth is, is that motivation is limited and motivation is fleeting. And the other thing I want you to know about motivation though, is that oftentimes our motivation comes after we take the action. It comes after we get started, okay? Getting started isn't dependent on whether you're motivated or not. It depends on you making the choice, you making the choice to get started. And you know what? In that vein, we talk about getting started, and I think that sometimes we we create a lot of this like drama around getting started on something, right? It like feels like it has to be this big epic event. It has to be this big deal. Like it's this big project. Like today is the day. Today is the day that I'm going to get started. This is day one of an epic journey. Because really when it comes to, well, especially with with our health journeys, when it comes to our health journeys, you know, I do have what I consider my quote unquote day one, you know, October 1st, 2018. But the truth is, is that our health journey is an ongoing journey. I mean, it kind of started the day you were born. Actually, scratch that before then, but you get what I'm saying, right? It's this ongoing thing. There's no beginning. There's no end. It's an ongoing journey. So maybe even instead of saying, I'm going to get started on my health journey, maybe it's just, I'm going to get going. I'm going to get going. I'm going to pick back up and get going and take the next step forward. You know, I think when we create all this, this drama around getting started, thinking that it has to be this like pivotal pivotal moment this big this big starting point at the start of this race right i think that that's what makes us keep pushing it off we don't get started because we feel like we have to be ready to get started like we have to say today is the day and it's almost like i think sometimes we have to like grieve the time that we live in now before getting started it feels like the beginning but it also feels like an ending I think that every time I started my health journey before, it always felt like this ending, right? Like if today is the day I'm going to get healthy, then I have to say goodbye and grieve my past because everything changes today. It felt like this epic shift. And I think we need to really remove 
some of that drama. We need to stop thinking that starting a journey, starting a climb has to be this dramatic event. It doesn't. It doesn't have to start on a Monday. It doesn't have to start on a new year. It doesn't have to start at the beginning of the month. It can be this moment right now. Right now can be the moment that you decide that you're going to get started or get going right now. It's not this big epic thing. It just boils down to a choice and you get to make that choice for yourself right now. Right now can be the moment that you get started. Maybe one of your hesitations for getting started is this thought of, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to do the thing. Right? I think a lot of us spend a lot of time in this research phase, you know, and I think some of us maybe more than others. Like maybe you want to, hey, start a podcast, for example. I spent so much time researching how to start a podcast, right? I read all the blogs. I took a course on it. I talked to friends about it. I did a lot of talking and a lot of researching. And guess what? I still didn't feel ready because the truth is, is that you don't feel ready before you do something new, right? Because I think that when we, I think that we think feeling ready means that we have to feel like we have all the answers, that we have to know how to do it, that it's going to be perfect, that we're going to do it right. But the truth is, is that the way that you get ready is by just getting started. The way to get ready is to get started. And every time that you show up for yourself, you're a little bit more ready than the last time, right? Every time I hit record on this podcast, I'm going to be a little bit more ready than the last time. So if you're waiting to feel ready, you might be waiting forever. You don't have to feel ready to get going. The feeling ready and the being motivated part, that oftentimes comes after action. It comes after the action. You've got to get started in order to get ready. You got to get started to build that feeling and that motivation to get going. Getting started really boils down to you making a choice. What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your life? Where do you want to be a year from now, three years from now, five years from now? What is it that you want? The only way to get that, to reach that point in your life, in your business, in your health, in your wealth, whatever it is that you're reaching for, the only way to get there is to start taking action. You're never going to feel ready to do the thing. You just got to show up and do it. Now, I want to give you guys an example for my own life. This last year in 2020, I decided that I was going to start running. Now, what you need to know about me is that running and I have never really had a good relationship in the past. In fact, if someone would have come up to me and asked, hey, would you rather me give you a paper cut between every single finger or um, go for a one-mile jog? I'd be like, give me the paper cuts. Like that's really dramatic, but I hated running with every fiber of my being. It was my least activity of all time, of all time. You know, I remember like being in elementary school and we used to have to do those, I don't even know what they're called, like fitness exams or something. I don't, I have no idea, but I remember we had to do like a certain number of crunches. We had to run a mile within a certain time frame, and it was the worst day of the year for me. I hated it because when I was in elementary school, well, high school and as a young professional, I wasn't fit. I wasn't really athletic. I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't good at it. And so it just brought up a lot of anxiety for me. And when I was in high school, I was on our track and field team. Not the track part, more the field part. <laughs> I, uh, I threw shot put and I threw discus. And I'll be honest with you guys, I was not particularly great at it, but I'm not exactly um, 
I'm not a super competitive person. I was one of those kids that would join teams because I just liked people and I wanted to hang out with my friends. So um, I was one of those students. There are coaches out there right now who are thinking, oh, those are the worst type of athletes because they distract everyone from taking things seriously. At least one of my friends told me that once. So yep, I was that kid that joined because I just wanted to hang out with people. Anyways, that's beside the point. So on the field team, you know, doing shop and discus, we did a lot of weightlifting, right? It's all about strength, but we always warm it up for practice by doing two laps around the high school track. And I think it comes down to like what half a mile. And I hated it. Oh, I hated it with every fiber of my being. It was the worst thing ever for me. I mean, I hated running so much. Like I remember seeing this little cartoon of a T-Rex chasing after a person and it says like running motivation required. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. In fact, maybe I'll just let the T-Rex eat me because running is almost as bad as dying. Okay. That's very dramatic. All I'm saying is I hated it. Okay. Did I paint enough of a picture about how much I hated running? Now, last year, I decided to try it out again because my health journey has really been all about um, challenging what I believe is possible for me. And I had already really done that in a big way. So I decided, you know what, if I'm going to keep challenging my identities about what I believe to be true about myself, what if I challenge the idea that I hate running and just see if I'm open-minded to it again? And so I gave it a shot. There was an upcoming 5K at a cattleman's convention that I was going to. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do the 5k. I'm going to set this goal and I am going to work my way backwards and I'm going to give it a shot, okay? And I had to talk myself into it a little bit for sure. Um but I went and I bought the running shoes. I downloaded an app on my phone that had some guided runs and I did the dang thing. And it wasn't until January of 2020 that was the first time in my entire life that I had ever run a mile straight without stopping to walk. Ever ever. And it blew my mind. I didn't even know that I could be capable of such things because I avoided running like the plague, but I did it. And I, it felt so good. I was so proud of myself. And in February of 2020, I ran my first 5k and I ran the whole thing, which also blew my mind. And I was like, okay, I, I can really challenge some of these identities and these beliefs that I have about myself and what I believe I'm capable of and what I believe that I can and can't enjoy. Like not only can I not despise running, but maybe I could even find a way to enjoy it. <gasps> Gasp, the former Kaya cannot even believe those words just came out of my mouth. But along the way, I actually decided or I I actually started to enjoy running, enjoy the process. It was hard. It was challenging, but in a good way. It felt really great. And me and my girlfriend, Jessica, had watched this, this movie. I think it was on Amazon and it's called Brittany Runs a Marathon. Highly recommend. So good. And I just, it was so funny, but I also, that movie just made me so emotional because I really connected with this woman that the movie's highlighting, a real woman. And, um, I called my girlfriend, Jessica, and I was like, so are we going to run a marathon? And we're like, yep, let's freaking do it. And we decided that we were going to run a marathon. So we started training. We signed up for the Austin Marathon. And in September of 2020, Jessica and I ran our first half marathon. Now, this is during COVID. So you know, all the marathon races are canceled. And so we decided to do a virtual marathon, which is a different vibe, no doubt. And my sweet, sweet husband, bless his heart, he was the MVP of that day because he woke up early, which is not his strong suit, by the way, but he woke up early that morning and he dropped us off in downtown San Luis Obispo. And I had mapped out the day before where 
like during a normal race where our hydration stops would be when we need to like get some water or refuel. And he drove ahead of us on the, on our race route and stopped at all of these spots so that we could rehydrate and refuel. And it was just, he was the best. He took pictures of us beforehand because he's such a good sport that way. And he actually really enjoyed it. And I think the reason he enjoyed it though, if I'm being honest, was he might have spotted a couple garage sales along the way. And he loves a good garage and yard sale. So I think that it was mutually beneficial for all of us. Anyway, so we finished our first half marathon in September of 2020 and blew our minds. We were training for the full. Unfortunately, the full marathon got canceled. So we have since deferred it. Still have not run that full marathon, but I'm happy to report that I have found a love of running. Still can't believe that I said that. But when I was training for my marathon, I was out running on this little rural side road. And um, I love running on this street because it's on the outskirt of town. And on both sides of the road, it's just lined with cattle pastures. And oh, if y'all don't know this about me already, I love cows so much love them. So it's just like so peaceful. It's quiet. There's cows. It's a happy place for me. When I was running one day, I was looking at the mountains. In our town, there's there's a series of mountains, but there's two main mountains in the middle of town, Bishop's Peak and Madonna Mountain. And we live really close to the ocean. And so in the morning, the coastal fog rolls in and sometimes it's really thick and it'll settle at the base of these mountains. And when it's really thick, all you can see is the very tippy top of these mountains poking up above the fog. And everything else is completely covered. And as I was running, I was looking at this mountain and it got me thinking about how it felt when I first started my health journey and my running journey and really every other journey in my life. But I remember when I started my health journey thinking, you know, I have this big goal. I really want to get healthy. And I know that I have over a hundred pounds that I need to lose. And that felt daunting. It felt like I was standing at the base of a mountain looking up thinking there is no way in hell I'm ever going to make it to the top. It's impossible. How am I going to do that? I have no idea how I'm going to do that. I have so far to go. And it was intimidating and defeating before I even set out. It was just like, uh, mm, mm, uh, maybe not. I don't think I can do that. I'm going to just going to stay here at the foothills where it's a little easier and chill. <laughs> and What's worse is that it's it's one thing to look up at this mountain peak and be so intimidated at how far you have to go, but it also felt like there was this mountain, but there's also this huge thick layer of fog covering the mountain. So not only do I have so far to go, but I can't even see the path up. I can't even see how in the heck I'm going to even get there. But what you know about the fog is that as you step one foot into the fog, you can see just enough to at least see where your next foot's going to land. And so you can move one step closer. And with each step into the fog, you can just see enough where you can see where your next foot is going to land and the next foot and the next foot. And the truth is, is that that's all you need. That's all you need for this journey. You don't need to see the entire pathway ahead of you. You don't even need to see the peak of the mountain. You just need to see where your next foot is going to land. Because really where you're at right now, that's all that's relevant is where you're going, where the next step is going to be. Instead of getting intimidated by looking up at this huge, daunting mountain, bring your gaze down from the peak and look at where your next foot is going to land because that's what matters today. That's where we're going today. And as you continue taking those steps forward, the fog eventually dissipates and you might look behind you and think, oh my gosh, 
Look at how far I've already made it by just focusing on the next baby step in front of me. And I think that it's really helpful to think about our journeys in that way because I'd venture to guess that you have some big goals and dreams on your heart, right? You have something off in the distance that you want. There is a mountain that you really want to be able to climb. And you might feel scared and intimidated thinking, how am I going to get started? There's no way I have the endurance or the strength to climb this freaking mountain. Where do, where would I even begin? And the answer to that, the place where you begin is by bringing your gaze down, looking at where you're at today, where are you standing, and just taking that next baby step forward. All right, friends, we're going to take a quick break before we dive into my three tips for how we're going to climb as you get started. Hey there, friends. I just wanted to pop in really quick and see if you're looking to ignite your transformation for creating a healthier life that you love from the inside out. If so, I've got some good news. If you're willing to give me 10 minutes a day for just five days, I just recently launched my new five-day kickstart. In five days, you're going to learn my signature coaching framework, helping hundreds of women around the world ditch diet culture. I'm also going to share the five action steps that you need to start doing right now to ignite that health transformation. And they're likely not what you've been taught from diet programs. And I'm also going to be giving you strategies to create lasting change in your life from the inside out. And the good news, friends, it's 100% free. If you're ready to join the free five-day kickstart, visit coachkaya.com to get started. All right, back to the show. So friends, you've got a big dream. You've got a big goal on your heart and you are maybe at this place where you feel like you're standing at this base of a mountain. It's intimidating. You have no idea how the heck you're going to get to the top and you're trying to figure out where do I even begin? How do I get started? What I want to do is I'm going to share with you three tips for how to climb as you get started from exactly where you're standing. Okay, so tip number one, keep it simple. Keep it simple. When it comes to embarking on this journey, maybe it's your health journey, the most important thing is to keep it simple, to start small and be realistic. And the way that we do that is by asking ourselves, where are we at today? Right? I want you to think about when you go on any journey, right? Maybe you 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 pick a destination where you want to go and then you have to map out how you're going to get there. But you can't map out how you're going to get there until you figure out where the heck you're even starting from, right? You have to have a beginning point. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about where you're at right now. What does your life currently look like? What are the habits that you're currently doing in your life? How are you currently thinking about yourself and this journey that you have ahead? Where are your feet planted right now from this moment? Because I think that when we started a journey, I think a lot of us think we have to, you know, have it be this big, epic, grand event, right? We feel like we need to go from our couch to running a marathon overnight, but that doesn't work, okay? It doesn't work. What we need to do is simplify it so that we don't burn out. So I want you to look at where you're at, what your life currently looks like, what your actions currently look like, and I want you to see what does that next baby step forward look like for me? How can I simplify this journey by focusing on the one action step that I can take right now today from where I'm at? Now, when it came to my running journey, it didn't look like me you know, going out and starting to train for a full-blown marathon right out the gate, right? I had to start with a, 
with a with a smaller goal. I had to start with you know training for my first 5K, and I didn't go out and run a 5K on day one. Of course not. I started with jogging. I started with intervals. I started walking and jogging, right? Like if you even back it up before then, before I started running, I had to start walking first, right? Maybe that's the first step. We need to simplify things by focusing on where we're at right now. It's not about overhauling our entire lives at once, right? You know, it's not about, okay, today's day one, we're going to get healthy. I'm going to sign up for a new workout program. I'm going to buy that new self-help book and I'm going to read it in a week. And then I'm going to take that digital course. I'm going to cut out all of my sugar and all happiness. And like, no, we can't, we can't do that. We want to go balls to the wall right out the gate. And it just doesn't work because when you do that, you're going to burn out and you won't stay with it. We've got to keep it simple. What is the one thing that you can do today to get you one step closer to your goals? Maybe it's an extra glass of water. Maybe it's a 10 minute walk around the block. Maybe it's jotting down five things that you're grateful for today. Or maybe you want to write a book and maybe it's just writing one page today for your book. How can we keep it simple, start small, and be realistic? Tip number two, take it slow. I believe very strongly in the power of baby steps. I think that they are the most powerful thing in the world. And this is the thing though. I think a lot of us, when we start something new, we get really disappointed with our lack of quick progress and we give up. We expect results to happen sooner than they do. We get frustrated when they don't and we throw up our hands and we give up altogether. And the truth is, is that we have this tendency to drastically overestimate what we can accomplish in a week and drastically underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. You don't climb a mountain with big leaps and bounds. You climb a mountain with small baby steps. And guess what? You might even make a pit stop along the way. And that is okay. If you start running from the base of mountain, you're not going to reach the top. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to want to quit. You're not going to have the endurance and you're going to turn back around. Focus on the slow baby steps. Even just think about it with maybe one of your goals is to save money. Okay. Maybe one of your goals is to travel the world and you know that you need to save money in order to do that. I want you to think about what it would be like if you just saved $25 a week for a month, right? Congratulations. By the end of the month, you officially have enough money to buy a Keurig coffee machine, right? Doing it for one month, taking those baby steps for one month, isn't going to give you enough money to travel the world. But if you save $25 per week for a year, you have over $1,300 and you can afford a flight to Europe, right? It's about those small baby steps that add up over time. If you walk a mile for a week, you might not notice much of a difference in your fitness, but if you walk a mile for a year, that's 365 miles and you will be bettering your health in a way that you'll likely notice, but it's going to take a longer term investment of your time, your energy, your effort, and your actions in order for you to see the way that it pays off. We need to stop expecting that we're going to see these drastic results overnight. And this is, this is the thing. We're human, right? Of course we want instant gratification. We are hardwired for instant gratification. Why do you think all these diet tricks for lose weight quick, drop 20 pounds in a week sounds so enticing? Because we love instant gratification. We want things to happen fast. Now, if there is any diet program that is promising you that you're going to lose 20 pounds in a week, I want you to know that all it's going to do is make you crap your brains out and then you're not going to actually lose the weight long-term. Just quick side note. Anyways, I know that we love instant gratification, 
but it is the powerful small baby steps that add up to make real transformation over time. True transformation doesn't happen overnight. True transformation happens in the moments that we show up and take action, even small baby step actions. That way we don't get burnout either. Tip number three, stay steady. We talked about the baby steps. We talked about keeping it simple, but the third key to this is to be consistent. When you keep things simple and you take it slow, it is so much easier to remain steady and keep that consistency. Burnout is a real thing. And it has so many of us giving up shortly after we've begun because we start in gung-ho, right? We want to go balls to the wall right out the gate. But to show up and take small steps forward consistency over the long haul, that is where the magic really is. Consistency is what creates habit. And habits are what create you. You are a result of what you habitually do every single day. So if you want to change your life, you've got to change your habits. And if you want to change your habits, you've got to stay steady. We'll talk a lot more about habits in future episodes, so stay tuned for that. But just to recap, we've got to stop overthinking it. We've got to stop thinking that getting started has to be this dramatic, pivotal moment, right? It doesn't have to be this epic event. Getting started is simply making a choice today to take the next baby step forward. The way to get ready is to get started. And motivation often comes after we take the action. Our three tips for getting started on your climb are the three S's. Keep it simple, take it slow, and stay steady. So that in mind, what now? What can you take away from this episode right now to get started or get going with your journey today? Well, of course, the answer is to take action. Small, simple, slow, and steady action. So my challenge for you this week is to pick one thing, one thing, one action that will support you in the pursuit of your goals to start practicing today with consistency. So that means you do it today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, you get it on and on and on until you can create consistency that will eventually form a habit. Just one thing, pick one bit and don't quit. Now that in mind, there is going to be a point where you're going to mess up. Okay. Not because you're bad, wrong, or broken, but because you're a human being. And when you miss a day, I want you to know that that's part of the process and I want you just to stand up and keep going the next day, okay? Part of our habits and our consistency is picking back up on the after the days that we miss, okay? So pick one thing, one small, simple, slow action and do it steady over time. I'm cheering for your friend and I'll chat with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.